from what we, the reports that we get, she was not necessarily harmed physically, but she was threatened. She was tied down uh, with a cable. And of course, uh, this, by the way, happens at a time when she was working with a colleague. Now, normally she, uh, within police stations, you would have a probably uh, well, a part of the staff going out to do patrols, and that was the case. So there were two police officers on duty at night, and now the other one had to obviously go out for patrol. Uh, that was, it was around uh, 9 o'clock in the evening. So immediately when the other one left, that's when the three men came into the police station. It was clear that uh, this was a planned uh, mission uh, because they would obviously have known that uh, the station is undercapacitated. I think uh, the, the real problem here is that, you know, on a, on a monthly basis, there are uh, monthly security submissions that are sent from every police station across the country to the district, wherein they obviously deal with uh, issues around the uh, uh, safety measures. You know, they are, they are questioners, basically. So... It then means that uh, different police stations report on a regular basis that these are the challenges they are facing, and yet uh, those reports do not amount to any form of action from the regional offices. So it's got a lot to do with the fact that uh, there are uneven allocation of resources within the SAPS. In fact, when you consider the well, uh, police stations within uh, rural areas, they are under-resourced, yet uh, you consider those within affluent areas, they are well-resourced, they've got surveillance cameras as well. You know, sometimes they even security guards. So it's about uh, prioritizing this too. And, and I think, uh, for example, you look at that very community, Trinay, uh, it's got a population of, what, 23,000 residents and 43 villages. How do you expect two people really to ensure that there's safety and security in that area? One of the challenges that we find is that communities tend to say that police cannot service them or rather police are not doing their work uh, without necessarily understanding that uh, most police stations are undercapacitated. You go to different police stations as well, you find vehicles which have been parked there without uh, being uh, serviced, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for long terms really. Yes. And those are some of the challenges that are well within all, most of our police stations in uh, 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 well, uh, under-resourced areas. Mm-hmm. Now, you have highlighted the issue of lack of resources and, of course, human resource. Now, what are some of the challenging working conditions that make it difficult for police officers to, fu- to fulfill their duties effectively, you think? Yeah, that, that precisely, the capacity that uh, they have in terms of ensuring that they are mobilized everywhere. I think uh, one of the things that is quite known has been the fact that you remember that uh, in his State of the Nation address, uh, President Ramaphosa announced that uh, he obviously highlighted the issue of crime, criminal uh, uh, criminal activities that are on the rise. And there was a commitment from the president that within the next decade, we need to have the, we need to ensure that violent crimes are halved, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you consider the fact that uh, there have been budget cuts. I mean, just recently, the Minister of Finance cut the SAPS budget by 11.8 billion rands. Mm. And just last week again, after the incidents that took place in uh, Deben and in Gauteng, uh, they decided to to uh, extend the budget by 250 million. That's an insight, really, because, I mean, you cannot take away 11.8 billion and then want to come back and give us uh, 250 million. Uh, it doesn't make sense because... The
you know, all these challenges are some uh, not necessarily challenges. They've always known that uh, the SAPS is undercapacitated. It's got about uh, 137,000 uh, members, and about 30% of those are office-based. Now, consider that all these members have to obviously ensure safety and security for yes. a population of 60 million people. So it's mm-hmm. quite evident that the uh, police are undercapacitated, yes. yet their budgets uh, keep has being cut. cut. Yes. Uh, just briefly, Richard, Pop Crew has been calling for the restructuring of the SAPS. Tell us more about that and, and what would you hope you would achieve very, very briefly? Yes, the reason why we're calling for the restructuring of the SAPS is because there have been a lot of uh, internal fights within the top leadership of the SAPS. It's highly bloated. Uh, it's confusing currently, whereas you don't know who's actually playing the ministerial role or who's playing the uh, operational role because, you know, there's a, uh, well, there's a duplication between the two. I think uh, part of the challenges that we need to do is to deal with that uh, aspect so that uh, there are clear roles and uh, responsibilities at that level. We think that would cascade down to ensure that that uh, there is better effectiveness with what the work that police do. Mm-hmm.